Hello, hello everyone. You have heard me talk a lot about relationships. If you've been following me for a while, you know that my three pillars are personal power, win-win relationships, and money mastery. And today we're going to dive super deep into relationships and have an incredible discussion with someone that I am psyched to have on the show. She is Rev Lunch Lady. You can also call her Macy. And I met her, this is really cool. I met her in Boulder, Colorado at a Daring Divas event. It was a networking event I had never been, and I loved the topic. She had, like, I don't even remember exactly what the topic was, but it was something along the lines of be your boldest unicorn self or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. I got to check this out. This woman looks amazing. And her, session that she did. She did a workshop and it was so powerful that I was like, I got to work with her. And I ended up doing a, she calls it a, a RIM session, which I'm sure we'll talk about. It's emotional healing facilitation. And I think it was probably within about five minutes, she had me crying, <laughs> which is a skill because I tend to not cry that quickly when I meet someone new. So it was really powerful. And I have been following her for a while. She's this vibrant, amazing woman who helps people who want real lasting love and healing. She teaches tools and strategies to help people connect without sacrificing who they really are. So she has an incredible bio. It'll be in the show notes. You're going to get to know her today because she's really fun, playful, honest, energetic, and just we can have an incredible conversation about relationships. And the reason why this is important, I know this is a business building podcast. If it's your first time here, this is the Max Potential Habits podcast. I'm Dr. Amanda Barrientes. I'm the host. My company is NFA Coaching, and I highly value relationship topics because when we're building a business, if you're suffering in relationships, you cannot build a thriving business because your mental energy, your emotional space is taken up focusing on how you feel crappy in relationships. And I also believe that our relationships are a reflection, our, our physical intimate relationships and who we partner with are a reflection of how we show up in the work world as well. So to get you to thrive in your life and business, your relationships really matter. So let's start our relationship discussion today and welcome on Rev Lunch Lady to our show. Hi. Hey, okay. So you got to tell me the background of this name. I, I want to know more. Well, um, there's not a very long story, actually. I mean, I actually am a reverend um, and I love doing creative things. And I had this, I, I don't know if this is the greatest way to start, but I'm just going to share because I have a lot of kitschy, um, creative collections. And one of them is vintage cookbooks and recipes um, from dead old ladies. And how this all came about was I just thought I'm going to start doing some uh, interesting shows about the messages that I get from vintage recipes. And I started doing that and I was like, well, what's my name? And, and it just came through Reverend oh, Lunch Lady. Awesome. I love it. Wow. Okay. So how do you get these cookbooks? <laughs> I feel like I've been just blessed with them. I mean, I had one that I had found at a thrift store somewhere. I don't even remember because I've had it for so long. It just it was a collection of these recipes that some 
old lady had put together and you know they're handwritten they are probably recipes that were envied and cherished and you know brought together families maybe even created fights i don't know but they're the the magic that comes from these recipes is kind of phenomenal you know and i and i do value my intuition and my psychic skills so I get some pretty interesting messages that I've shared with groups and it's, it's entertainment, but it's also a real fun way to bring wisdom forward. Yeah. I mean, through food, right? There's so much there. Yeah, I mean, there's so much there. I mean, I don't even cook that much, but when I, I just crack up at vintage recipes because, you know, (laughs) now we've just changed so much in what we know about food and when you see a recipe that's like canned mushroom soup and lard and you know hamburger and all these weird things together and yeah don't even get me talking about jello salads but anyway (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of amusement and humor oh it's it's a little side thing i like to do Cool. Okay. Awesome. I, I just had to know that story. Um, I want to hear, and I, I'm, I, I want to share with listeners what got you into the coaching business with, so you call yourself a love coach speaker. You help single women with real love. And I love these terms in your bio. You talk about a, a magical combination of relationship science, emotional healing, yoga, creative exploration, to feel connection, self-love, joy, and purpose. I mean, that's Uh powerful. So how did you get into this biz? Well, I've always been someone who has been a teacher, a guide. Um, Of course, I found myself in corporate world, like many of us, climbing the the ladder. And I, um, you know, it really wasn't my my genius necessarily. So, you know, one of the things that I've always wanted in life was to have a person, a a partner in life. And I just thought, oh, well, that'll just happen, right? You, you go to college, you get married, you have children, like that's just seemed like the, the flow, but that wasn't happening for me. And it got to a point where it just was, um, you know, I was about to turn 40 actually, and all my friends were married, having babies already. And there I was like alone and collecting chihuahuas, which that's another story. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, I just was, I was starting to really feel it was very painful. It was really painful. That 40th birthday time was when I was thinking, wow, this is not where I thought I would be. And so I made a decision and I really took a stand for, for figuring it out. And that process was so powerful for me. And I, you know, when I did, it, it quickly brought me to my beloved partner, Laser Beam Larry. And, mm-hmm. and I started sharing it. I just started naturally sharing it. And then people were seeing changes in their own life, finding their special person and and it just made sense so i finally reached a point where i quit my corporate job and decided to do this full time because that's really where my heart was i knew i was going to do something that was in 
you know, guiding people and helping them have better lives. It was just naturally what I was always doing Mm -hmm. on the side, even when it wasn't my work. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this is bringing up a question for me. What, what do you think it is that limits people from finding real love? There's so many things, but I feel like mostly it's, you know, really truly believing that they can't have what they want, that what they want doesn't exist and just retelling those stories over and over again. I mean, what we know about it is that our relationships are are kind of formed, our idea about relationships are formed before the age of seven. So we're looking at, you know, people and our parents and TV and magazines and all of these things to determine what it means. And sometimes it's scary and uncomfortable. So our body remembers that. And then It's Mm -hmm. just matching that for the rest of our life unless we do something different. And Mm -hmm. so that becomes an unconscious barrier. And it's not something that most people can name for themselves. And that's why I know coaching is a really powerful process. And then the tools that I use to help people transform really are designed to get underneath that and really change it for good. I mean, really think about it. We're not learning about relationships except for our observations and our experiences. And when our young kid brain is forming, it has nothing to like make sense of things. So it just decides, oh, men run away. Oh, relationships are bad or, you know, based on what we've seen. Right. So it takes consciousness and care to change that. I love that. You know, so 95% of what we do is unconscious drivers, right? So in order to shift your behavior, you've got to bring your, the unconscious conscious so you can yes. shift it. And, you know, when I work with people on money maps, relationship maps are very similar. Like yeah. we think we're just supposed to know how to do it, but we really don't. Yeah. And we have similar blocks, you know, where you go, okay, well, I was, I watched my parents do this. I watched movies do this. I watched my, you know, teachers, preachers, schoolmates, all that, all those people in my life doing these things. And even sometimes we're told those direct verbal downloads, like, oh, men are horrible. Relationships suck. Money is evil. Like all those things. Right. And it causes us to, I call it your, when I'm working with money, it's money OS, your operating system. And it's it's a relationship. Right. And we go, Hmm, why, why am I, why do I keep seeing the same pattern show up over and over again in a relationship? And once you start to dig down deep, do you find that people discover really deeply rooted kind of childhood stuff? Is that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and that's why, you know, you and I met, <laughs> as you said, um, doing this process called Regenerating Images and Memory or RIM. And that's what's so powerful about it. And I love what you said about that, because what in the terms of the conscious mind versus the subconscious, unconscious, is that um, what RIM does is the facilitation of it. It uses the imagination to translate the unconscious to the conscious, mm-hmm. which when you can do that, then you can make change. And that's the simplest way I would describe that process. And I just think it's so exciting oh, because powerful. Yeah. I mean, to think that, I mean, so many people think, oh, pretend imagination, like it's, this is the most 
amazing gift we has, have as humans. Imagination. Our imagination and yeah. how powerful it is and how powerful our bodies are and how powerful our emotional operating systems are and yeah. how they actually, our bodies really do want to help us release that stuff. But usually we don't know how to be present with that. And, you know, getting help is not a bad idea. (laughs) Totally. I mean, I, everyone listening, I mean, really so, so awesome because when I saw you, I was at the very beginning stages. I think I was still not even full-time coaching. And I was thinking like, Oh, I want to work with you on business. Cause I I remember you asked, you know, then the first few minutes, like, what do you want to work on today? And I said, Oh, I want to work on like unconscious blocks to building my business. (laughs) And it was like within a couple minutes turned straight to relationship stuff. And it was, it's so tied, right? So, so we got to have a really cool pre-show discussion about holistically aligned parts of our lives, like business and relationship, like business and money, like, you know, they all go together. And so if you, I didn't even know that that was under the surface at the, at the moment, you know, and it was, it was an incredibly powerful session. I mean, I was blown away. It was incredible. So, you know, that's what I love about that is that you don't have to name and I always ask people, you know, if they have an intention and your body knows exactly where that point of creation is and relationship really is all there is. So it's relationship with business, relationship with money, relationship with all of these things. And usually, you know, the barriers are sort of the same. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in your, in, in some of your notes for doing this podcast, I, uh, so for everyone listening, I have people write notes and what topics they want to talk about. And I'm like, I want to talk about every single one of these. These are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing you wrote was no more rules. I want to, yeah. I want to hear more about that. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Well, in, in my work with, with women, and this isn't limited to this, but I just want to give an example. In my work with, with women who want to have relationships, you know, there's a lot of things out there about the dating rules and what you should do, when you should call, when you should do, how you should, you know, dress and be and all of these things, which, you know, are things for people who aren't interested in being aware. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and so for for the clients that I typically work with, it's it's more of a desire to have a greater level of relationship, something that's like a spiritual path in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, really, we are, we are the only one that knows our love story. We're the only one that knows what's going to light us up. We're the only one that knows this stuff. We have everything within us. And so as soon as you start thinking you're, you need to grasp at these specific rules, then you're basically abandoning yourself. And so isn't it, interesting how many people come to me feeling like oh i'm dating unavailable people or unavailable men or you know um emotionally unavailable like that's a that's something i hear a lot and usually it's because we've left ourselves out of the equation 
So you don't really need rules when you learn. So, so it is something to learn. Learn how to relate to yourself and basically the moment and in the energies and you know what happens in every different combination of people on a date and same thing in business same thing totally you know, with our health with everything and our money it's like when we're able to be present with whatever the the thing is then we listen to that space yeah. You know, and that's yeah. going to be different. Like I can't, sometimes people will, will say, oh, I'm going on a first date. What do I do? And it's like, I'm not on the date. I'm not right. even there. Like I yeah. can't tell you what to do. Like be yourself. Be you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that can sound really simple when, you know, if we have all these beliefs and layers and, and ideas of, and points of view, how it's supposed to be, then we can't be ourselves fully. Yes. Yes. And, and so what I hear you saying is like, if you, the no more rules has to do with stop injecting other people's rules so you can show up yeah. authentically as yourself and create your own rules for relationship. Yeah. And even then that's going to evolve all the time. Yeah, like, totally. You know, yeah. there's really, this has come up in a lot of, in my community, a lot is that this idea that I hear people saying, oh, well, uh, you know, they're dismissing these great things that are happening with dates or relationships because they're thinking, well, shouldn't I, shouldn't it look like this? Or shouldn't mm -hmm. I be able to live in the same town? Or shouldn't I see them this many times a week? Or shouldn't I this or right. that? Yeah. And it's like, well, are you, in, are you enjoying it? Do you right. feel Who, satisfied? Whose who's shoulds are you living by? Exactly. So, you know. <laughs> yes. You One know, I, okay. I love this conversation. Yeah. I was at a, uh, I ran a workshop this weekend with 25 financial people. And at the end there was a party and I was talking to this woman who has been in this really long-term relationship and they finally decided to move in together. And she's like, and the house we're getting has two master suites because we've lived alone for so long. We don't, we know that if we move in and live in the same yeah. room, it's not going to work. And I was like, I love you. The yes. of that because you get this idea that it has to be one right. way. And if it's not, then it's not going to work. And the truth is if you conform to those societal expectations, like kind of the normative rules of relationships, yes. you might not succeed because it's not you. It doesn't work exactly. for you. Exactly. I mean, and same with business, right? How totally. do you show up and what are you, um, you know, what are, what do you like to do and how do you like to share yourself? And so yes, I love yes. that. That's a really good example because I feel like that is the exact same thing that can sabotage a relationship. If someone doesn't actually pause and say, yeah, this is actually who I am and what I want. Yes. Yes. And what that takes is really knowing yourself well. And, 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 you know, my definition of confidence is to know, love, and trust yourself. And in that knowing, it's you knowing who you are, what your needs are, what, what fulfills you, so that you can then love yourself enough to say them to another person. Yeah. Trust that they're going to be there. Trust that, that, trust that if you don't show up authentically, there's going to be a lot of wake up calls abandoning yourself because then you're going to have to conform yourself or, or kind of, I say contort yourself into someone you're not. And then yeah. you're going to build resentment. And over time that never works. Exactly. And then so, that's, it's that relationship you with you that that's suffering. It's like yeah. that 
oh, you know, your desire is like, no, that's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's like, when you, can you imagine being in a relationship with someone who is always like, no, you can't have that. No, that's wrong. You know, you would never do that. You would likely not choose that for long. And yet we do that to ourselves all the time. Uh And I, why do you think people do that? I mean, I have got, I've got lots of ideas around it and I'm a sociologist. So of course I've got some training in that area, but I'm curious from your experience, what, what do you think it is that makes people so scared to show up authentically? I think there's just an idea that, you know, we all want to belong. Like nobody Mm. wants to get kicked off the island. No one doesn't want to get the rose, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's really, you know, that longing to belong that can um, trick us into it, I think. Totally. And and thinking that, you know, we're not going to be okay. And, you know, I think that the talk that I did when we met was dare to be a unicorn. I just did that recently too. And it is about, um, you know, really being able to know that whatever this is that is coming through you, that is your kind of yes, yes, yes stuff, then that actually is needed in the world. And Mm -hmm. that you can't in relationship romantic relationship you can't scare away your beloved like that actually is the thing that we think is wrong is actually the most attractive thing ever I love this I love this and I love you know for listeners I think it's so powerful to look at the parallels between love and business because everything you're saying we could just act like we're talking about business and it's translatable It's a perfect parallel because you go, if you're not willing to show up in your business and be fully revealed and say what you need, say what you want, create win-wins, you're going to struggle. If you're not willing to be a unicorn in your business and stand out, then you're not going to stand out among the rest and people will look, you know, kind of just look over you and, or overlook you. And so it's this really cool parallel. So that I, I think about this stuff all the time, but the way that you're phrasing it is really making me think about the business parallels. What do you think it takes to, to, uh, be a unicorn? Um, well, that's a good one. Um, I feel like it's really like the most potent honesty (laughs) Mm. of all, like how can we deepen that even more? Cause I feel like so many times we don't even know that we're not showing up for ourselves or that we we're living by some other point of view like mm-hmm. that that can be I mean I lived that way for forever and I still find myself in interesting point of views I mean I will say sure. our yeah. conversation before this I talked talked about turning 50 and it was like I had this idea that if you turn 50 and you have a belly pooch and you can't you're not as flexible and my body responded to that yeah. You know? yeah. But now I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have to buy into that. You know, that's not honestly who I am. And <laughs> so it's it. just interesting. So it's like being super honest. Uh-huh. And I feel like on those bigger pictures, just really knowing that whatever this is, that is within you that wants to come from you is absolutely needed on the planet. Like yeah. it's not 
just like, oh, you are being weird or funny or whatever. It's like, no, this is important medicine for the world. Yeah. Like you are unique for a reason. Yes. Yeah. And your, your difference is, is desired and needed and it is scary. You know, I mean, I think the business part is really big to see that. I mean, both it's easy to see, right. You know, go on a date and you're afraid to say, Oh yeah, I, my whole house has paint by number kittens in it. And well, it does practically. Um, but so you're like, Oh, no one's going to like that. No one's going to like that. You know? Yeah. Whatever we think is wrong. Yeah. But same in, in business. It's like, well, if you aren't the type of person that is, can really from a like presence and an honest and an inspired place, send out a newsletter every week, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like stop, stop going, Oh, well they're doing that. And that's what they, you have to do that. that and you're going to do it. Even if it's not totally authentic to me, if it is. Right. Right. Or thinking that this is how brands look or this is how, I mean, yeah. 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 We all get so stuck in it. And I love, you know, it's that belongingness. You were saying the longing to belong and it's like, the interesting thing is the greatest leaders stand out because they aren't afraid of that belonging. They know that they belong in the right place at the right time with the right people. And similarly in relationships, if you show up fake, you're going to have to put on a show the whole time. Right. And you're going to get judged no matter what. So it's not like, I think part of it is we think we're avoiding some sort of pain when you're just offsetting it. (laughs) No. Yeah. You're, you'll get judged no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. So absolutely. I want to ask you, so you said, okay, potent honesty and it is the, always one way to be a unicorn. I'm curious what you would tell listeners, what are some of the symptoms that you notice that come up when you're not being your most authentic, honest unicorn self? Hmm. Okay. I would say it's probably going to look like, um, just ways we avoid stuff, you know, okay. it can look like, you know, numbing, bitterness, mm. um, a feeling like things are never working, mm-hmm. you know, um, looking at your life and, and not liking what you see. Yeah. Probably one because, yeah. you know, it's really, becomes, you know, as we are really nurturing and listening to ourselves and honoring ourselves and having that sort of intimacy with ourselves, that um, you then have the capacity to see so much magic. And you have, and, and it's then a choice to receive, you know, it's a choice to receive life as a support and and when we're we're denying ourselves and abandoning ourselves there it's just just starts simmering with bitterness and frustration and yeah and then you know maybe we're drinking too much or overeating or or checking out i mean there's yeah 
I, I love that you're saying these things because it's, it's so true, right? As humans, when we step out of our highest values living and we try to be someone we're not, all kinds of feedback symptoms will come in to show us we're out of alignment. And they yeah. go, hey, Amanda, you're tired because of, you're not living in alignment. You're feeling like you want to drink too much because you're not living in alignment. You are feeling resentful and quick to be get real pissed off at the people around you because you're feeling resentful because you didn't hold your boundaries and show up as your authentic self and request, you know, make requests and those kind of things. So for me, I always look at that and I go, oh, yeah. When I feel that way, I start to look and say, something's out of alignment. What is it? You know, so it's asking yourself those powerful questions to get back into that state of authenticity and connection with yourself. Yeah. Which, I mean, this stuff is not easy. I mean, I know it is. I think <laughs> I'm it's not the saying hardest I have this figured work. out. It's the yeah. hardest work there is. For yeah. Me. I mean, to ask that question, I mean, I've been practicing, you yeah. know, what for your body does give you feedback. I love the things you said because, you know, it's like, well, what would I love right now? Yeah. You know, what, yeah. what's really kind of calling my attention. And interestingly enough, with the process regenerating images and memory and using the imagination to go into your body, there really is like you're following that energy. You're following, you're, you're, you're just noticing what's calling your attention. You can do that in your whole life. Like mm -hmm. everything can be like that. Like yeah. what's really here, you know, yeah. is the money is my bank account like calling me to give it some attention is, you know, am I inspired to go to this art show? Like, yeah. What are these things that then become, you know, as we're listening and following, then it all contributes to showing up as our, yeah. With our well, I love this. So it's like if you, if we guided our lives for just one week, our lives and our businesses by just going like, is this what I want to be doing in this moment? Do I love doing this? Is this bringing me joy? How can this bring me joy? You know, those kind of questions, then you, we would have completely different days. Yeah. And Do you feels, find that? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's really interesting. So I went through a breakup recently and it was, it's been hard but I've, and have learned so many lessons. And on the other side of what seemed like so many big challenges, I was like, this is so awesome because it's gotten to gotten me to my more authentic self. And it's gotten him to his more authentic self through the breakdown. There's a buildup, right? And so you have this big breakdown and then you, depending on the tools you have and the skills and who you reach out to for support and challenge and all those things, it's mm -hmm. like, I've gotten to just completely go to this place of deep inner reflection and go, what is it that I really want in relationship? You know, because yeah. you can get entangled for a long time with someone and kind of yeah. repeat patterns and it takes sometimes a big blow up <laughs> for things, yeah. to shift, you know, yeah. and that's really what happened for us. And it was like, oh, wow. And now we're to this place where like dear friends, we are roommates, we support each other in these other areas. And we're just like, this is what we needed all along. You know, we were trying to force something that really wasn't yeah. working because we had all these shoulds going on. And so I get stuck here all the time too. You know, I'm a coach and I do all of this through my life and I'm a human behavior specialist and I, and it's like, I still get stuck. 
So yeah. I love that you highlighted that it's a process and it's a practice and it's a journey yeah. and it never ends. And relationships yeah. are a spiritual path. You know, your relationship yeah. with yourself is a spiritual path and your relationship with other people is a spiritual path. And it's how you choose to show up and see the lessons that are being presented. Yeah, I think it's really huge. And to not make any of that wrong because, you know, you going through that, it, it is bringing more awareness. It does give you more information and it doesn't have to be, uh, oh, I shouldn't have done that either. So yeah, that's yeah. the other piece I think is really important is yeah. to, to just continue to let everything be information and especially in relationship stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. people work with me and sometimes they get into relationships and they're like, oh, well, I'm working with Macy. This must be my unicorn relationship. And it doesn't mean that. Like sometimes it's uh, important information. Yeah. And I can guide people to really leveraging that for, for good. You know, some people, you know, you can beat yourself up forever and say, I'm never going to do this again. It doesn't work or whatever. But yeah. there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing that's not contributing. Absolutely. I, I love that perspective. It's like that idea of it's all for your growth. It's yeah. all for your benefit. It's all to help you see sides of yourself that you maybe didn't want to see before. You know, so I think a lot about how we attract people and things and businesses and all of this into our life to help us wake up to our disowned parts that we haven't wanted to love. And so, you know, anytime you're judging someone or pointing the finger at them, it's a part of you that you haven't learned to love yet. And so your relationships, I think, are one of the most beautiful places to help you see those disowned parts because it's like a person coming to you in tangible, concrete form to wake mm -hmm. you up to real love. Oh man, it's a biggie. <laughs> I, mean, Isn't it? I just wrote about that today because today's my partner's birthday and he, oh, nice. he's not in town, which doesn't matter. But, um, but it's just been like, I can say right now that I've never been more in love before. And, and that's because we have really consciously decided that we wanted to evolve and make things work. I mean, yeah. people see us and say, oh, you're the cutest couple ever. And I think we are pretty cute. And it hasn't been easy. And yeah. you know, we've had like some real knockdown drag outs. And times where I thought it would never work, but, you know, being able to use tools like this and have our awareness and get support and get help. I and mean, we've done everything. Yeah. And, and now we're, we have co-created something that I am so grateful for. And it's, and that's awesome. and just a side note, because I think this is important is like, it's about really learning how to live for each other. And I, and I think at first I thought that sounded creepy, but it's really about, you know, how can I, you know, be the one for him and his younger self and all of his neuroses that helps him to then be better for me. And yeah, just like a flow like that. And same with the, our businesses, you know, it's like how, are we relating to our business? How can we be, you know, I really see my business as a being now. Uh -huh. I see it as an entity and it's I like, okay, well, what do you need? And for so long, I used to be, feel like my business was like jerking me around. Uh, 
because I was thinking it had to be like this. And I'm like, when are you like, it, it was kind of abrasive. And yeah. so to your point, cause you said it at the beginning and I never thought of this is that our relationships show up in our business or business shows up in our relationships. And I'll say that that's, that was true. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, so a lot more love. Uh, yeah. I, I really want to start thinking about that a lot more that idea of like how good we allow ourselves to feel in our relationship is similar to how good we allow ourselves to feel in business. Like, do we go headstrong? Do we push? Do we force? Do we doubt? Do we fear? Or do we go in and go, here's who I am. And I trust that it's going to work out. And I trust that the, all of the challenges are going to lead me to the next level of myself. And I trust that, that the universe has my back in business and relationships. Right. Yeah. And asking what it wants. Cause yes. I mean, yes, we can do that. Totally. <laughs> we can do that. We can say, you know, what wants to happen, you know, yeah. what would you like business. Yes. I love that. What wants to happen business? <laughs> All of you listening. That's a great thing to write down. There's so many gold nuggets in here. Um, I want to hear from you. What first, there was something that came up that I thought was interesting. I was thinking, what, what do you think the primary myth of relationships it, it, or if you could think of a couple myths, cause I'm thinking you, what you were saying made me mm. think like, wow, there's some powerful myths out there about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the first one. Well, the first one that pops into my mind right now is that you meet someone and you're like, know that it's your person, and then it's just easy. Yeah. (laughs) And it's happy. Not that you can't create ease in all areas of your life. I do, I do believe that. But yeah, but if we expect that, um, we're just gonna, it's just gonna be completely seamless, then we miss the parts that are really kind of fun, the opportunity to be like, wow, okay, because it's two people. And we're trying to understand each other more. Like, if we have like conflicts, like, how can I understand this person more? And that's actually one of the things that I found really powerful in our relationship is that rather than seeing things as, oh my God, we're not getting along, or this is a conflict, this we're fighting. It's like, well, any of those moments are times where it's like, okay, how can we understand each other more? So I think the myth is that your perfect unicorn relationship is just going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I told, it was exactly, I thought you would say that. And I was curious because as you were talking, I was like, oh, that was probably my biggest myth growing up. And I think a lot of it came from the movies. It was like, yeah. you know, you get over, you, you meet this person, you're wildly in love, and then you get over the problems in a couple minutes, and then it's happily ever after. And it really informed my thinking about relationships and my blueprints. And I thought, you know, I love that idea of the, it's the curiosity of the other person. Like how yeah. You because clearly something that you learned is different in your background than me, and that's why you're showing up this way. And now it's an opportunity for us to connect and understand each other more. And it's so relatable to entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. If you step into a relationship or a business with the one-sided fantasy expectation that it's going to be easy, you're going to fail because yeah. and failure is not bad, right? But it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, there's no way it is. It is filled with challenge and support. 
challenge and support, challenge and support, right? Like it's, yeah. if it's all support. You're going to be bored and never grow. If it's all challenge, you're going to burn out and get the, you know, have the other issues. So it's got to be at that border of challenge and support where you go, oh, okay, this person's challenging me to bring up new parts of myself and new parts of us as a group, as a partnership. And similarly in your business, right? It, it's, yeah. I love that you said that. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. And we're creating our own, like I, in my experience of it, and which is what I truly believe for, for humans, um, is yeah. that we're, we're creating ways to be with each other that are, are only for me plus him. That's, it's a very special thing. And yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, some of these tools I can share, but then other people, you know, you're doing that with your person. You have yeah. to create it. You're yeah. creating it based on, you know, your wounds and his wounds and, yeah. and whatever to support each other. And that's yeah. going to be unique. Right. So, it's like there's three entities, right? There's you, there's yes. your partner, and there's the interconnection of you two. I interdependent. That's how I see it. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. you know, well, and then there's also like even beyond that, there's other relationship formations too, right? It's like maybe yeah. whatever it is for you, whether you have polyamorous relationship or an open relationship, yeah. you know, it's like it, there's so many configurations in it, but it's still the same rules and myths and principles. Like, you know, it doesn't change. It just expands the dynamic nature of it. The more you expand it, you know, in those ways. So it's just, I, I love this. Okay. So I want to hear from you. What do you, what would you say are the top three max potential habits for, and when I say max potential, I mean, yeah. what are the habits in relationships that get you to a place of fulfillment? And we could talk about both, you know, I, this is a business podcast and we've interrelated it so much. So in a lot of ways, I sometimes ask about the business habits, but I really want to know what you think the top three habits are for developing and fostering a fulfilling relationship. Mm -hmm. So. I would say number one, um, self-awareness. I mean, you're going to have to have that anywhere <laughs> in business too. I think it's, it's a really important, important yeah. one. Yeah. Um, it's really understanding or in listening to yourself and as this like sub thing to that, it's that honesty, like, you know, really being honest with yourself you know, what it is that really is aligned for you. Yeah. And that's, you know, like I also said, takes kind of moving beyond the webs of these things that we're not even aware of that we're taking on that aren't us. So that takes kind of um, a regular practice, I think, to get to. Definitely yeah. take that for me. Yeah. Um, because certainly I had no idea how I was operating in the world until I chose to figure it out. Um, <laughs> and then choice is a good one. Choice is a good one. Like being willing to um, be in choice. Like, you know, you have that power. You get to choose. You get to choose and experience and choose again and choose again. It's beginning again, beginning again, beginning again all the time, you know? So whereas, you know, if you're not doing that, you may be spiraling into, oh, I did it wrong. I'm never going to succeed. And, 
but really it's choose again, choose again, choose again, choose again. Yeah. I love that. And then what would be the third one? So many good ones. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to, um, this is something that I've been playing with more recently that comes from a body of work called Access Consciousness. And it's really being in the question, you know, like, and RIM is like that too. Like you're really kind of exploring what wants to happen now. Like what wants to happen now? What would I love? Those are kind of two, what else is possible? Those are some fun questions to be in all the time because the, the power of a question is that, you know, what we know of, what we're aware of in our life, kind of like the conscious thing. It's like such a small percentage of, you know, our awareness is that small conscious space when when you use a question, it actually naturally brings you out beyond that. It asks the universe, it asks spirit, it asks whatever you want to call it to show you something beyond that. Mm -hmm. Like what wants to happen is beyond your conscious awareness in yeah. the moment. And you sense it, you notice, okay, I'm drawn to this. And then you do that, make that choice. And, and so that's how we keep moving. And to me, it's life-changing, these things. It's incredible. I, will, you, will you repeat those three questions? Because I think that are, those are yeah. so powerful for listeners to write down. And whatever yeah. you're doing, if you can, write these questions down and on a piece of paper and tape them up somewhere in your life. Because you're absolutely right, Macy. They're so yeah. guiding toward being more self-reflective, more self-aware, being yeah. in choice, being led by your your inspired drive versus this have to should and all those things yeah. that keep us stuck. I mean, I yes. love that. Okay. Yeah. So you said what wants to happen now? What wants to happen? I love that one. Okay. What would I love? What would I love? That's fun. Um, and that. what else is possible is another oh, one. So good. I'm going to write all three of yeah. these down on my board. I have a board in my office and I, I write down inspiring questions or thoughts yeah. or quotes. And I mean, I just feel my brain ex expand every time I say that. Totally. And there's a zillion of them of people yeah. out there have ever heard of access consciousness. It's really powerful. Yeah. That's great. Is it access like A-X-I-S? No, it's A-C-C-E. Oh, access. Access. Oh, access. Which Got is it. a whole body of work. And gotcha. One of the tools I also use for my cool. You, I love you're such a, a yeah. dive deep person and yeah. you get there fast. So, so yeah, I'm certain that everyone listening is going to want to connect with you. So, give us some places to connect. Well, the probably the best place is through my website. Okay. Big, happylove.com, B-I-G-H-A-P-P-Y-L-O-V.com. And there's a work with me page there. There's a way to connect with me there. Um, that's, and there's, you know, different free things that I offer, but, and I have a Facebook community. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we can play together. Cool. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm seeing here. So everyone listening, I'll definitely have that link in the show notes. And I'm seeing you have, uh, a playful path to love Facebook group and a love yes. vibe TV. This sounds really yes. cool. Yeah. Yes. So I have a YouTube channel, love vibe TV with Reverend lunch lady. And I have, um, the playful path to love, which is great for single women who 
want a community and I do a lot of different little videos and programs, I'm doing something and depending on when people are listening to this in the future, um, when, when we're recording and it's, it's a little bit before the holidays, um, we have some time, but one of the things that I find really powerful is doing a community thing between Thanksgiving and Christmas because that's a time when often singles can feel yeah. uh, triggered or sad or, you know, yeah. there's so much that comes up that I do a little thing called Love Camp and it's really innovative and oh, cool. triggers a lot of uh, triggers. That's a terrible word. It's really <laughs> fun and makes you laugh. Nice. So, Okay. Awesome. And then I see you have a free breakthrough to love blueprint. So there's all kinds of great resources on your website yeah. and you do online stuff. So for those of you listening, yeah. if you're like, Oh, I don't live in Boulder. Well, I, I live in Boulder, but we actually did our um, session online. Yeah. So you can, she does all kinds of great stuff. Go to her website. It'll be in the show notes. This yeah. has been absolutely wonderful. I'm sure that everyone listening has benefited because as we've talked about this whole entire episode, relationships are one of the key foundations to leading a, an inspired, fulfilling life and yeah. business. It's related to your money, your self-worth, <laughs> your sense of personal power, you know, relationship as a launching pad for, you know, that safe space for success, all of it. So tons mm. of gems here. Thank you so much. I'm sure I'll have you back at some point. Yay, I love thank, it. Thank so you. Fun. Yeah. All right, everyone. If you love what you heard, please leave a review. Uh, written reviews are incredible on you on uh, iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, that's fine. You can go to Google, type in iTunes, how to leave a review. It takes less than five minutes and it really helps me reach more people. Help me help you. If you love it, take a screenshot and hashtag NFA coaching on your favorite social media outlet. And until next week, I hope you have an incredible week where you thrive and feel alive.